Welcome to The Score, fantasy basketball podcast, where you get great advice on how to stay ahead of your competition here in these fantasy basketball streets. Now, the dopest analyst in fantasy basketball, Waver Wire Queen. What's going on, all my fantasy basketball fans out there? Welcome to the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am Waver Wire Queen, and today I am going to talk about the top five rookies currently in fantasy basketball. These are the most productive rookies thus far going into week seven. These uh, players are really good and they have promising futures and the teams that they have gone to really needed these uh, young players to come in and start out playing extremely well to start the season. These players are are definitely building blocks for any fantasy basketball dynasty league. So if you have a team and you are considering any of these young players, smart move because all five of these guys are really good and will help your fantasy basketball team long-term. Make sure you hit the like button and you subscribe to the channel to help the channel grow. Let's jump right into Waver Wire Queen's top five rookies in fantasy basketball. So number five is Jalen Green. Obviously, he was uh, second off the board in uh, the NBA draft. I expect him to take it to the next level, whether it's the second half of the season or season two. He's very young, talented. He's got it. Currently, he's averaging around 19, 20 fantasy points. He is definitely a building block for the Houston Rockets. Currently, he's averaging 14 points per game, three rebounds, 2.3 assists, averaging 2.7 turnovers. I can see that kind of going down or balancing out more in the future once he increases his assist totals. He's only shooting... 38% from the field and 27% from threes. He is a fantasy basketball dynasty stud. Long-term, the value of Jalen Green is going to skyrocket as he grows and gets better. Currently in in redraft leagues, it's probably someone you may have at the end of your bench, who's going to help you every now and then. He He's not a player that you drafted in a redraft league to be one of your starters. Someone to come off your bench, and you most likely drafted him based on his name, and that is it. Dynasty, you drafted him because you look at him as a building block for your team going forward in the future. So consider Jalen Green in fantasy basketball dynasty leagues. Now, number four is Cade Cunningham. He was the number one pick for the Pistons. Very tall, smooth guard. Actually had Jalen Green ahead of him, but you can't go wrong with Green or Cunningham long-term, especially in a dynasty league. Cunningham obviously missed time to start the season. Is now performing, and he is showing everyone why he was the top player picked in 
the NBA draft. He's averaging 28, 29 fantasy points, which is really good for a rookie. He's a player you can consider starting on most nights. 28 fantasy points is really good. He's averaging 13.1 points per game, 6.2 rebounds, 4.9 assists. I would love to see those assist totals go up. As he continues to grow, you're going to see him at 15, maybe six or seven rebounds, six, seven, maybe even eight assists because he just has that capability. He's averaging 1.2 steals a game and 3.3 turnovers. I would love to see the turnovers go down. As he continues to grow, and um, gets more comfortable playing at the professional level, you're going to love Cade Cunningham, especially in a dynasty league, okay? Very good player to draft, to build around in your dynasty league based on this um, draft, current draft class. He's shooting only 33.9% from the field and 25% from threes. I expect that to improve, if not this season, Definitely next season, you'll see more production in, in, in the 30s in regards to fantasy points from Cade Cunningham, maybe the second half of the season, but definitely next year. So dynasty purposes, if you were considering Cade Cunningham and you drafted him, good move, great move, okay? Now let's talk about Josh Giddy. He is number three on my list. Josh Giddy is not playing any games. He's a problem. When um, OKC drafted Josh Giddy, every, everybody is like, what? He dra They drafted who? Josh who? Josh Giddy? Yes. You know, everybody's like, oh, OK, that's a bad move. No, that was a really good move. Him and Shy really playing very, very good basketball together. They complement each other. Josh Giddy is 6'8", and he can pass the hell out of the ball. He can play basketball, OK? He can play basketball. Again, as a rookie, he's not shooting that great, but those numbers will improve. He's only shooting 40% from the field and 28.6% from threes. Those numbers will improve as he continues to improve his game. If it's not coming this season, it'll definitely come next season. You'll see it next season and be like, oh, he may be one of the most improved players in the NBA. This, this kid is the real deal and if you added him especially in a dynasty league great move he is still a player you can use in a redraft league he's averaging over 29 fantasy points that is amazing that is great from a rookie so statistically he's averaging 10.8 points 7.3 rebounds and 6.1 assists he is pretty much doing it all he's going to get you over 10 points he's going to get you some rebounds he's going to get you assist so he's a, a a stat stuffer although he's averaging over three turnovers a game which i would love to see that go down to two he's 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 got it so if if you drafted him as part of one of your young building blocks in your fantasy basketball dynasty league you got a great young player this is a great asset you can utilize him to make other moves in a trade so Make sure you uh, understand Josh Giddy's worth if you are trying to move him because he has great value in a dynasty league. You don't just give him up for peanuts or just another draft pick. You make whoever is interested in him come out of their pockets. You make them fill it in their pockets by really getting as much you can in return for Josh Giddy if you are considering moving him. Evan Mobley is number two on this list. 
Okay, Evan Mobley is not playing any games. He's got it. The Cavs made a great move drafting um, Mobley at first when they drafted him. I was like, okay, so you got Allen. You got Jared Allen. Why are you drafting Mobley? But Allen and Mobley have been playing extremely well together. Although I don't get the whole Lori marketing thing because he's not going to be able to play small forward. That's not going to work. But nonetheless, Mobley, great move. Okay, he's injured right now. He's still one of the, the best rookies in the NBA and should be in consideration for rookie of the year. I don't care if he's injured. He's still on this list because he is not playing games. He's very good, very talented, can shoot the ball. He's shooting over 49% from the field. He's shooting over 30% from threes, which I did not expect that. Okay, I figured he probably didn't shoot many threes. I don't care if he only shot two. He's shooting over 30%. He's shooting better than some of the guards on this list. So that should tell you the type of big he is. He can shoot the ball. He's averaging over 14.6 points per game, 7.9 rebounds, 2.4 assists, and 1.5 block. Very, very good building block. If you drafted him in a dynasty league, you're drafting potentially the rookie of the year, okay? Because that is just how good he is. And he's averaging over 32 fantasy points. So he is definitely awesome and a great move in redraft leagues, okay? I've had people say, this was a great move for me. Yes, it was, whether it was dynasty or redraft, especially averaging over 32 points. He's good in a head-to-head points, whatever type of points base league, or categories, basically, because he's going to get you points, he's going to get you rebounds, and he's going to shoot a high percentage from the field. So in a categories, basically, he is not hurting you when it comes to points, rebounds, or shooting percentage. So if you did draft him in a redraft league, great move for you. In a dynasty league, like I said, he has the potential to be Rookie of the year. It's him and the number one ranked player on this list, Scotty Barnes. Those are the two guys that you are looking at as who's going to be the rookie of the year. Those two guys are the players who everyone should be talking about when it comes to rookie of the year. So with Scotty Barnes, he's number one on this list because let's just be real. It's really close between Mobley and, and Scotty Barnes, okay? Scotty Barnes is averaging over 32 fantasy points as well. He's shooting 48.6% from the field, 26.3% from threes. He's averaging over 14.8 points. And you again, when you think about numbers between Mobley and Barnes, you're like, oh, it's very close. Yes, it's very close. Barnes is averaging over 8.4 rebounds, 3.3 assists, and he's getting at least one steal per game. I pick Barnes because like I said again it's very close but then I just looked at the fact that hey he's averaging more rebounds he's a forward but he's averaging more rebounds than Mobley and more assists again more steals but then you got Mobley with the blocks you cannot go wrong if you pick Mobley or if you pick Barnes because both of these guys are playing at a high level for rookies they are the best rookies right now long term Maybe they won't be the best. Who knows? Because there's some other rookies who are not getting the minutes yet because of the teams that they play on. And then, again, you still got uh, Jalen Green and Kay Cunningham in the mix long term. This was a really good draft class for Wings. However, right now, it's Mobley and Barnes as the top 
two ranked rookies, and these are the guys you should talk about when it comes to rookie of the year. And for fantasy purposes, these two are the top two. It's Eva Mobley or Barnes and then everyone else. And again, Green and Cunningham may make the leap at some point. But for right now, it's Mobley or it's Barnes. All right, y'all, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to the channel so you can see more great content like this. Let me know who you have as the early winner for the Rookie of the Year Award. All right, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Score for more fun and great advice on how to win at fantasy basketball. And if you've got comments or questions about The Score, send them to WaverWireQueen at gmail.com. The Score.